Hello, I am JR. Welcome to the JR Show podcast. I've got a first time guest. I've never done an interview with her, but I'm very much a fan because she's crazy talented. My guest for this episode of the JR Show podcast is Doe. Ladies and gentlemen, I love having first-timers on the show where we can get to know the artists we play throughout the year. Please welcome Doe. Hey, guys. Hey. So we've been playing so good for a while, Mm -hmm. and so it took me... I did have to YouTube. Yeah. Trying to find a clip of you saying your name somewhere so I make sure I got it right. Really? Yeah. Because when you start playing a song, nobody gives you pronunciation. Yeah. Um, And so we had to go research it. Okay. And we found it. We're fine. But how often does it get, uh, you know, when you use just three letters and you're out doing a tour, how often do you have to, uh, no, no, that's not right. Does it get, when people mess it up? Not really, actually. Well, because I just, because it reads like doe a deer. Yeah. Um, And I put that E there for that reason, because I don't want to be called do. Yeah. Um, (laughs) So actually, it's pretty smooth. People, if I order something, they're like, What's the name on the order? Doe. Toe? Doe. Yeah. (laughs) You know, then I have to work, but not really in interviews. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Good. Yeah. God bless YouTube. There's some, um, there's some artists where I'm like, you're not even going to do that phonetic. Send me something to help me. Yeah. And I, uh, I worked for a station one time where, where it was, I was saying it wrong for a whole year, whatever the band was. No, not a year. <laughs> Nobody called me on it. And I'm yeah. like, do you guys not have fans that it's are like, them. hey, bro, you know? Where are your loyal fans? Yeah, it's NF, not NUF. And you've been saying NUF. No, nah, I made that up. But, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. nobody's going to call me on that for a year? Yeah, no, <laughs> that's but, um, interesting. <laughs> yeah, let's actually lead off going into So Good. Oh, gosh. I keep forgetting about the giant green screen behind us. Okay. Um, so all the artists we have in, I want to give you a chance to pick the backdrop so yeah. that when people click on clips on socials, they'll yeah. see you and I talking in front of something. Mm-hmm. So you've seen our list. Uh, what would you like to go with as a backdrop? Well, I missed my morning smoothie this morning, so I would like to be in a strawberry field. Okay. If that's possible. Yes, we can I do think it you all. Guys can, yeah. Let's <laughs> give it a go. All right. Wow. Oh, what do you think about that? I love it. Yeah. I I smell it. <laughs> do strawberries have thorns? I don't. Maybe I'm thinking roses. No roses. The other red I've, thing. <laughs> I've never. I've seen people go through and that you get like a basket that you get yeah. to keep or you pay and you get to keep yes. the basket of strawberries. I've actually never been to a strawberry field Either until right now. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but so. but you're a strawberry fan. Mm-hmm. Today right. I am. So you, today you are. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'd like a basket too to go home. Oh with yeah. Too. Thank you. This would be great. Yeah. All right. Well, Alex will do a great job with us. So he'll keep. So while we're talking, he'll change it up. So it'll be just a plethora of strawberry goodness you know. behind us. Thank you. So um, the let's before we start hitting some of these random questions, let's have you just talk about so good. Where did the song come from, and yeah. uh, maybe DNA of so good? Yeah. So I wrote it with um, Chuck Butler and. I'm horrible with names. And um, the, and the famous artist Niff. I wrote it with Chuck Butler and Niff. And, <laughs> um, 
And it was Ethan. Ethan is his name. Okay. Don't remember his last name, but um, it was a really great writing session. Um, and I think that we all brought something different to the table uh, in that writing session. Obviously, I brought my gospel roots and and then everything else that comes with me. And then he brought, you know, his experience in writing for CCM and, and um, Ethan as well and Nif. And um, <laughs> we... <laughs> so... Um, so Good is one of those songs that I've kind of like grown up with. And as I've walked through life experiences, I realized like, oh, this is what this song actually means. And that happens as a songwriter. I didn't realize it until this season of my life. I thought it was just like, oh, God's good. Like, of course, we're going to sing about the goodness of God. Um, but I went through a, a season in my life where God started revealing things that were going to be destructive to the deepening of good relationships and um, just patterns in my life. And I, I just thought, man, God could have left me the way that I was. He could have allowed me to just keep, you know, living with these habits. And um, I mean, there's just so much you don't see that you need him to reveal to you in mm. order to change. And that's what people don't realize sometimes, that he carries a large chunk of the weight in this partnership. And so that just, I don't know, that blew my mind. And I was like, then I was like, he's so good. He's, he's a faithful friend. And so that's what the song means to me right now. Awesome. Where did you uh, grow up and how did you start, you know, where somebody found you and like, oh, yeah, let's record. Like, how, how did that all happen? <laughs> yeah, just like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was born in Yakima, Washington. Uh, hey. What? I'm um, from Moses Lake. Moses Lake? Uh, Moses Lake family in Moses Lake. Grew up in Bremerton. Okay, nice. Yeah. yeah. Okay, we played wow. against you guys. Yeah, um, <laughs> we played Walla Walla in the state championship. Did you? In 1995, yeah. Nice. Yeah, yeah so Before you I, was were born. Born, <laughs> I was born in 88. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, so before I was born. <laughs> I'm relating to people nine years younger than me, like, yeah, yeah, so we're from the same, no. <laughs> um, and then we moved to Shreveport, Louisiana when I was 14, 15. Okay. Which is a huge culture yeah. shock. And we were there for 14 and a half years, and... Um, so, but my family was a family band who got signed by EMI Gospel, which is now Motown Gospel. Okay. And um, got two Grammy nominations on our first album, yeah. four Dove nominations, and six Stellar nominations. Wow. So it was this big, like, catapulting into the industry. And, um, and then our second album didn't do as well, and then it was just like, you know, what happens after that? But we were in the industry as a family, so that's kind of how people started to hear my voice and get to know who I was um, <clears throat> but in 2018 I decided I wanted to uh, really step out and try this solo thing and so I moved to Dallas I was a youth pastor in Shreveport and mm. I was like you know what I'm I'm gonna have to take this leap and I did and um, and that's kind of all she wrote I mean everybody wants to hear the journey but this is gonna sound so cliche when I held up my end of the deal to step out in faith God held up his end of the deal to provide. And I'm not saying it didn't come with moments of questioning or am I going to be okay? Is this all going to fall through? But literally, I never, up until probably recently, because I got a, a booking deal with an agency, I never asked anyone to come and to do be at their church or mm -hmm. it just was kind of this word of mouth thing I grew up with pastors who ended up pastoring larger churches that knew I could lead worship and they would bring me in and so it was just this thing mm -hmm. that, that God really did and jumped off 
the cliff and realized I had wings yeah. that, that worked. <laughs> yeah. Know? But that's like, that's my journey. That's awesome. In it all, yeah. Okay. Let's hit a random question here. If we got a, right. it's a, it's this little bingo. Oh. It's all bingo pieces, but I'm using it just because there were numbers written on the little bingo balls. Yeah. And they correlate with a random question I've got on my nice. notes here. So if you want to give that a spin and then just tell me the number on here. 68. What is the last song you listened to on your phone? Um... <laughs> Oh my gosh. Oh, you know what? Okay, I know what it was. It was I Want to Be Used by You by uh, Deluge Man. Okay. Which, do I need to pick one that... No, 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 that's okay. okay. I, want, I just wanted the real answer, you know? Yeah. That's good. Um, let's go with, what is the non-gospel related subject you could talk about for hours? Non-gospel, like not uh, about Jesus? Because it'd be too easy to... To say it. Yeah, I, I just want to make sure I answer it. Yeah, yeah. So not about Jesus. Yeah, because that'd be okay. a too easy of an answer. Not sure. because we have anything against our Savior. No. It's more, yeah, a subject that you, like I could talk your ear off about a soccer club in the northeast of England that you wouldn't care about at all, but I could talk for hours about them. Past <laughs> players, all of that. Um, so what's that subject? I'm going to give you, I have a couple, but I'm okay. going to give you a funny answer. Good. And it is Korean dramas. Oh, yeah. Yes. Right? Korean dramas like move. Yeah. Yeah. You should check them out because obviously you haven't watched yeah. any. You and I have two subjects that are so Newcastle United soccer and Korean dramas. K-dramas. If, you're, if you really watch them, then you call them K-dramas. K-dramas. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So do you speak Korean? 안녕하세요. No. Does that mean yet? Yeah? Oh, that it means, means hi. Oh. I know how to say the important things that they say in the K-drama. How does one get into the Korean drama f- film world? You happen upon a K-drama and you're like, I need more. Okay. And then you're stuck in this yeah. never-ending world of K-dramas. So people who watch uh, Candace Cameron Bure Hallmark movies versus Korean, like, are they similar? If they watch whatever it is that you said over there, uh, Hallmark, Hallmark movies, movies the, the they watch K-dramas too. Okay. They have graduated to K-dramas okay. if they watch Hallmark That's movies. the next level. It is. Okay. <laughs> and do the Koreans do dramatic films better than other cultures? Because India is huge into the film world as well. They are. <clears throat> I think that it there is this um, intrigue into their culture and how they interact and what romance means to them. And mm-hmm. there's such a stark difference in even the way that we per, um, portray romance yeah. on earth. But, um, and you know what is cool is a lot of their dramas are like really clean, but there's still a really great storyline. Yeah. Then you start to realize, Oh, all of these storylines are kind of the same, but I still like it. Right. <laughs> wow. I did so not Hallmark see this coming. Movies, yeah. But <laughs> <laughs> That's great. <laughs> Do you have friends you watch? Do you guys get together, or is it just you? This is a solo. I thing. wish we got together to watch them, yeah. but I I don't have friends that I get together. That's like me. I have no Newcastle friends. I have yeah. to. I want to talk to. Did you see what happened? No, you I'm alone. Yourself and you, yeah. So and then I end up on weird message boards with people I don't know. Oh no. <laughs> where I'm like, I just need to talk about what we just saw. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I can picture you on a. Yeah. That's great. I didn't see this coming. Glad I asked you that one. Let's go. What is the best room in your house and why? (laughs) 
it, it, the most special room in the sure. place where you currently live. Absolutely. It is my bedroom because I rent a bedroom. <laughs> oh, it was a pretty That's easy all choice. I have right now. <laughs> yeah. Good. Yeah. Okay. Good. So, so all the good stuff, the, the, the great spiritual times, maybe the <coughs> eating, the Korean dramas, all Everything take place. Everything I own is in, well, I have that and I have a bathroom off air, so I have to say my bedroom. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's yeah. it. <laughs> oh, good. Yeah. Good. That makes it easy. That yeah. was an easy question for you. <laughs> um, let's go into um, actually a song that came out at the end of the summer, um, What I'm Waiting For, if you could yeah. walk me up that song. So I wrote that with um, Matt Marr and Brian Fowler. Of course, we love Matt Marr. Oh, yeah. um, and I just love what he brings to the table as a writer and Brian. Um, but that song is about, and I actually have not gotten a chance to talk about this song in Good. any interviews. This is my first time talking about it. Um, there are things that we go to the Father for. We know specifically, I need this. And we have this mindset of, I know what I'm waiting for. But there is this moment in the waiting where you realize that you need the miracle worker more than you do the actual miracle. So this song goes from saying, you know, I'm waiting on a word, I'm waiting on a word only you can bring and a wind only you can bring. But then at the end of the song, I'm singing, you are what I'm waiting for. Because he trumps all of those things and he is all of those things. And um, I know that even without the answered prayers that Jesus would still be enough. And that's what the song is about. Awesome. Yeah. We'll go into that. Um, Doe has chosen a background on our green screen that mm-hmm. nobody's picked before that I was been waiting for somebody to pick yeah. is uh, who doesn't love a good strawberry that's field. Right. Um, one of the greatest fruits that God gave us in my opinion, or mm. is it a, is berry a fruit or is that a it different, is, but I would say mangoes, but it's okay. okay. We can say strawberries. I have a mango tree that's not yet no birthed, way. given birth yet. Okay. Yeah. It's uh, I'm waiting for it to give birth, but it never, <laughs> let's not go deep into yeah, that. You can um, talk about that for hours. Mango trees. I could talk about mango trees giving birth for hours. Uh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> uh, on that note, the bit of scripture that's tattooed itself to your heart over the in 2022 so far that you look back on this year and go, okay, that's one that I won't forget for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, what can you think of what that would be so far? Dang. So I'm, hor- I'm horrible at the coordinates. Is that that's the right okay. Word? Yeah. We'll tell everybody to look it up later. Yeah. Go look this up because you need to read anyway, if you're listening. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not giving you the coordinates. And we of don't that. book artists that lie to our listeners. <laughs> Whatever she's about to say is in there. Yeah, All it's right. in there. <laughs> Go look it up. <laughs> you guys need to check this after that. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, <clears throat> it's in Psalms, and it is, God is my refuge and my strength and ever-present help in the time of need. Therefore, my heart will not fear, though the earth give way mm. and the mountains fall into the heart of the sea. Yeah. And, um, and I'm really getting to know God as my strength. And, I mean, yeah. I think if we really think that we carry, like, a big chunk of the the weight and we carry the weight in, in this partnership with God, but I'm starting to realize just how big of a part he plays and even the good parts of me that I thought I could take credit for. Um, and so that scripture is just forever ingrained in my heart and my mind. Mm. And even just the line ever present, ever present. It's like, yeah. that's a huge, huge, uh, sentence. Yeah. Um, cause sometimes it doesn't feel ever present, Come but on. yeah. 
That's it feels a, sometimes present, but yeah. he's ever present. <laughs> that bit always threw me because the translation I have says when the, they roar and foam. I'm like, that's a weird, hmm. you know, whoever wrote, whether it was David or it was, say, you know, Korah, mm-hmm. they have mm-hmm. some writers of the Psalms, but it like, where the oceans, whether the oceans roar and foam, I'm like, Foam yeah. doesn't bother me too much. It doesn't bother me. Yeah, if the but mountains. But if the earth gave way and the mountains <laughs> fell into the heart of the sea, yeah. that would bother me. But if the sea me. started foaming, <laughs> thank the Lord you're here. <laughs> I don't do bubbles. <laughs> oh gosh. That's great. Yeah. Um, this uh, this so when when you're from the Yakima, Dallas, Shreveport, what? Nashville area, <laughs> yeah. Where does one go for Thanksgiving or Christmas coming up? Oh my gosh! So everybody's. I know. Yeah. It's Dallas now, probably. Okay. This is where my parents are. So okay. they just sold their house in Shreveport. Okay. So I think we're probably gonna find a way to spend it in Dallas. Okay. At a random Airbnb. Yes, it is very nice to finally have you in, and looking forward to new music, maybe Thank coming uh, 2023 mm-hmm. from Dallas. Hey, thanks. All right. Hopefully you enjoyed that. She is just uh, an incredible young lady, crazy talented. Uh, enjoyed chatting with her. And um, I want to remind you, if you hit subscribe, you'll be alerted when the next episode comes out. We appreciate you sharing uh, the JR Show podcast. You can follow us on Instagram. And uh, again, don't forget to hit subscribe. Um, next guest is going to be, he's becoming a legend Corey Asbury is going to be my guest. He's got the song Reckless Love, Egypt, and uh, I'm a huge fan of this guy. Last time I sat down with Corey Asbury, we, we had a great vibe together. So that'll be the next episode. Hit subscribe. You'll be alerted when that comes out. And until next time, thank you, as always, for listening.